Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. 661, Lancaster, California. If you're from the AV, you got love for the AV. I need you to get in tune. I need you to make peace. I need you to show love. Let's go. I talked to God on the last yard I was walking on. Feeling that stress and that pain, just trying to make it home. My granny died, I found out through a letter. And now I want to strangle any nigga if he pressing wrong. Now I don't think you understand. This my boy J.O. Just another day alive. My boy got another chance, y'all. He ain't behind no walls, he ain't in no box. So why the fuck is niggas still hating? Stop hating on your brother, start hating on your sister. Uplift the king, uplift the queen, let's go. I talked to God on the last yard I was walking on. Feeling that stress and that pain, just trying to make it home. My granny died, I found out through a letter. And now I want to strangle any nigga if he pressing wrong. Not where you want to be, but it comes with the life. They gave you four doubled up, cause it come with a strike. These prison rules and politics, they come with a knife. Feds got your face on the wall and they coming tonight, yeah. Forgive me, mama, I know I wasn't living right. Brought the dope in the house and hid it in the kitchen light. It tripped me out when she told me, Boy, I love you, but knowing you was in jail, the only way I could sleep at night. Now tell me that ain't trauma. Only Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. Showing Lancaster a lot of love. Uh, I'm happy for Lancaster, man. I know Lancaster get a lot of hate, and everybody hate on it, and they don't want to claim it and shit like that. But Lancaster was cool for me. It's a place I grew up at. It's a place where I, you know, try to become a young man, shit like that. Uh, it's a place where I knew this dude, man, in passing, man. Please introduce yourself, brother. What's up, what's up, man? My name is John Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Out here in the 661. What's up, everybody? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So were you born in Lancaster or you just moved to Lancaster? I just moved to Lancaster uh, about the fourth grade. So, you know, I've been been there my my whole life pretty much i was actually born in bellflower okay i heard about what is bellflower next to compton like oh, <laughs> right <okay>. next to <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking it's like an old like uh old town like bakersfield or something like that man, no nah, it's, yeah, it's not right next to it's not at all man so how was it growing up there uh that you remember in bellflower oh man it was I was born in Bellflower, but I stayed in Compton. It was uh, it was tough, man. It, like even being young, it was just everybody so rough. You know what I'm saying? From your cousin, so we was always, even though we everybody got love for each other, we was always fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, it was always gunshots around the area. Time to go in. The riots about to start. You know, different stuff like that. So, man, it was a little challenging. Even just up to the fourth grade, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, what made your family move? Was it because of everything going on, and how they find out about Lancaster? I heard that Lancaster used to have signs on the freeway, like it's really cheap to live here. You should move here, and a lot of people <laughs> from LA really moved to Lancaster. No, yeah, it was. It used to be stuff like for a better life, come to Lancaster, Palmdale. Like, yeah, bro, it used to be like that. Yeah, I, it's so crazy, because I heard, I didn't know if that shit was like an urban legend, but like, nah, obviously it's real. I think stuff like that, man, yeah, but um, my family moved out here, basically. Uh, my dad was a gangbanger. 
just a lot of stuff going on. And then he just growing up, he he knew how everybody around me was. So just to move his family away from that stuff, we kind of just went to the dirt, man. Man, shout out to him, man, because a lot of people, I think a lot of dudes that was in the gang shit and stuff like that, when they make it past like 25, they like, man, fuck that. I'm ready to go. Like, I don't want to yeah. be here. Everybody I know either dead or in jail. I got a chance. So fuck it. I don't put in my... I put in my work. It's time for me to get the fuck on. <laughs> like, nah, man. So, man, that's a beautiful thing. Now, did you go to uh, the same elementary school as everybody, Lincoln? Did you go to Lincoln? No, I didn't go to Lincoln. Oh, my I God. I actually went to uh, Lancaster Elementary School. Where is that at? That's over on, like, uh, 35th West and, like, J8. Oh. It's like in there by them apartment buildings back there, man. By the hospital? By the college. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I used to live over there by the college. These little condos. I used to live over yeah. there by the college. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah, J8. I was like, that sounds familiar. But yeah. I think that's J3 or J4 by the hospital. You got a little hood over there. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Yeah, man. That is funny, man. So what were you into growing up? kind of things you used to like oh man so growing up i always did music like from as far back as i could remember because i actually have my older cousins um one of them name is elway he was always big into music and then i had two other cousins which is gabe and mike who was part of pac dia pacific division which was a big group that everybody legendary legendary man so Every time we got around, you know, they get they have all their little cousins, which was me and my little cousin rap all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I got into music young. So what kind of music were you into? What were some of your favorite artists at that time? Honestly, I looked up to them, bro, a lot when I was uh when I started doing music, just because they they just introduced me to it. And then like my dad, just riding around with my dad. I would listen to that's where the West Coast rap came in, which was you know Cube and and NWA, NWA. is Compton for real. I mean, uh-huh. all of them, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, my dad got pictures. He looked like he was part of the group. <laughs> I the think everybody, yeah, that. everybody yeah. seemed like they fit the description back then, man. They <laughs> all wanted to look the same. So NWA was a replica of what was really going on oh, in the well, city. For real, yeah. That was the that was that was the representation of us at that time you know what i mean so yeah the more come that's why people gravitated towards because you was you were saying stuff that we lived and and you look like us you know what i'm saying so yeah it was real good, man. Well, well you know i was born in new york and i lived there till i was about six but what mm-hmm. people in new york loved about nwa was like yo they really was like fuck the police this shit is crazy yeah, no they was, was like yo awful. new york is yeah. wild but these niggas are wild wild for real yeah. For real. Yeah, so they was just like, yo, they really, really saying that shit for real. It's just like, man, like, gangster rap had a big, man, big influence. Like, everybody had the yeah. chronic. Even on the East, my dad had the chronic. It was just like, man, when that shit came in, gangster rap was just it. It was the one. And when I really moved to Lancaster and stuff like that, uh, I think I was in the seventh grade. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this shit is really like a way of life out here. They really love this shit for real, man. For real. And like everybody, you know, the Mexican girls, the shit used to love Tupac. They used to have them. <laughs> fucking, 
uh, on a binders. Yeah. Remember the binders with all the pictures yeah. and shit? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> that used to kill me, bro. Still, Baby Boy got the hardest fuck. That that Tupac nose ring on the doorknob, still the hardest. Okay. I was yeah. like, I don't know who thought yeah. that up, but that shit is the bro. hardest. I was saying, like, man, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I was like, who thought, who had the idea, (laughs) and how do you perfectly make his nose ring the doorknob? I was like, damn. Yeah, it was was just nuts, man. Do you watch Snowfall? No, man, everybody tell me to get into it, but I'm the type of person to let something completely finish, and then I watch it. You know, I don't like waiting for stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll wait for everything to finish up, and then I'll go to it. Yeah, yeah, it man, it's really good whenever you get a chance, man. It's 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 something. I want to watch WandaVision, but they said the first couple episodes are slow, so I'm going to have to wait. I'm waiting now that it's done. I might go watch the whole damn thing now. Bro, it's good, man. I I when I seen the first episode, I was like, "Nah, why did they do this?" But Yeah, it said it take like 3 episodes or something before, but when it pick up, it picks up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah, like it's now everybody talk about how bad and boring Lancaster is. Can you give me some good out of Lancaster? What is the good? Honestly, it's to me, bro. The best thing about it is you're not a, a a part of all the commotion all the time. You know, when you're in the city, it's just always something going on. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like we get to observe a lot from the outside looking in, which is also a great perspective. Yeah. So I like being out the way. I like enjoying my having my time in my space, you know what I'm saying? And then head down there when you're ready to get into something, hey, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, I would imagine now that Lancaster has a bunch of dispensaries, I would imagine. Is that correct? No, man. Honestly, to get to your first dispensary, bro, you either have to go to Roseman or to, like, the Valley. You know what I mean? Like, Sun Damn. Valley uh, it's none up actually in here, you know what I'm saying? So, but they have delivery services, so I guess you could say you could still get it delivered to you. Oh, do they are they taxing real heavy on the delivery? Oh, yeah, bro. You I would know. imagine that they're gonna tax crazy. Anything in California getting taxed and taxed heavy. Oh man, is it like an Uber ride? Oh, <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, you place your order, bro, they come to you and drop it off at your doorstep. Yeah, it's just so crazy because, like, I mean, the chronic, like we was just talking about, it was just like that shit is, California is known for weed. So it's just like for it to finally be legal is Mm -hmm. like crazy because it seemed like everybody, you know, back in the day had cannabis cards and shit like that. So. It was just like, ah, we do what we want. Like, and nobody, no, police ain't really tripping off no weed, for real. Like, they could care less about that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I just was like, man, it got to be something good. And I think that is cool. Like, Lancaster pretty chill. Yeah, know. man. Yeah, bro. And then, you know, it, like, like it's you could sit here and talk about, the AV, bro, but you can say something bad about everywhere, to be completely honest. Exactly. Exactly. This, I, 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 I hate it. Prep here. This home, bro, I, this was, I've left here and came back, so it's something good about it. You know what I'm saying? So, Where'd you go? Where'd you venture off to? I went to, uh, I just moved to LA because I, I thought being in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I moved back. I was like, nah. Then I tried to go the other way. I went to Mojave. Nah, not going that way. So I just had to stay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I come back, bro. Yeah, man. I don't, man. I don't know. It's just, you know, everybody. I think Lancaster, man, is just like. So you might have to move out to really grow and do some things, but like to just shit on it, like oh fuck this place and this and that. It's like yeah. I mean, it, it, it meant it meant something to you at some point. At some point, it was fun. It, do you remember DJ's place? Do you remember that okay. uh, club? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was talking to my boy Chris, man. Shout hey. out, Chris, man. Hey, oh, hey we talking about the with the uh, they used to have the phone parties and shit, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> DJ's place is the fucking greatest place in the world, man. Oh me. Oh my god, like I mean, it was just a good time, like just little things like that. I remember I be telling people, man, niggas, y'all don't know fucking Beyonce came to the dirt, nigga. What's up, man? That was an event. Right, came to the dirt. That was an event when Beyonce came to the dirt. Yeah. It was a, a a situation for real. Yeah, that's they went to the fairgrounds, right? Bro, Survivor time. They was at the fairgrounds yeah, yeah, with it, yeah. and they probably ain't never seen the dirt since then. <laughs> like, man, hey, because you gotta think about it though. Bro, we like a pit stop before you get to the real shit, you know, before you get to Hollywood and stuff yeah, like that. Hey, so let me pick up a bag real quick. Bro, you don't even notice in movies sometimes, bro. They be out here a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like this one of the fucking through spots. So people know people have been here and they never do the name of it. And then that's why they don't know what it is. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, man, we using some fucking desert or some shit. You like. You was in Lancaster, you like, but I see, I see it a lot though in movies and shows and shit. They talk about Lancaster all yep. the time now. So Lancaster slowly but surely getting its just due, man. Yeah, and I, I don't know, man. I just think, you know, more people need to show love, and it's gonna be, you know, shout out to my boy John. He got that song out right now, man. Uh, I think it's Riding, nah. It's called the Jada story, man. He dropped his shit, man. It's going crazy right now. I'm gonna put it in the intro, the song you're gonna hear in the intro. And he repping the six six one, man. I'm just glad. I'm glad for him that you know he ain't trying to run away from it and act like, yeah, I'm from right. L.A. and shit because your grandma lived there and shit. Like that's why when Kendra came out and was like, where your grandma stay? It's like, yo, this is some. If you from the area, know that shit. You like this some real shit, like. Nah, nigga, I know you bang, nigga. Where your grandma stay at? So, right, yeah, that right. that, that is just, that is just funny, man. But now I know you uh, venturing off into photography, but before we get in photography, you told me something very, very interesting. <laughs> you said that you are into lizards. You have to tell the whole story of getting into lizards and where you at with it now. All right, all right. So this happened. It started maybe like. I want to say probably like four or five years ago. Um, my sister wanted me to take her to a reptile expo. Now, before this, I hated reptiles. Like, I don't mess with them. Yeah. And they, you know, a lot of times people say you're afraid of things that you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, you're afraid of the unknown. So I go there or whatever, go around, and it's just a big place with a whole bunch of breeders and stuff. And you get to learn about these reptiles and stuff. So, just, I don't know how, bro. I left there with two snakes. <laughs> Hell no. I was like, I was like bro, what? I've, I've never, I used to be like, bro, don't bring that snake next to me. But I left there with two snakes, bro. Oh. So, 
uh, I, and then I met this dude named Alan at, at the Reptile Expo. And he had a bearded dragon sitting on his shoulder. And I was like, bro, what is that? And he was, uh, he told me about it and he wanted to start breeding. So I was like, bro, I'll do it with you. So I, I, I gave my snakes to a snake, um, like little retreat, uh, what they call it? Rescue or some shit? Rescue. Yeah, yeah. This dude, he just raises snakes and stuff. So I gave him um, the snakes and then I bought one bearded dragon from Florida and one from Arizona, I think. I raised them up and, bro, just had babies. That was the start of it. That is crazy, man. So you sell them, you say? Oh, yeah. I ship them across the United States, man. I, I supply pet shops from here to Corona. Whenever I have them, you know what I'm saying. So, this is just, little, this is so interesting and crazy, man. Like, wow! Yeah. Like, I was not expecting that. I was uh, totally thinking about the photography, <laughs> man. Now, what is the price range for something like that? Like, how much would somebody expect to pay? Let's see. the The cheapest that I sold one for was about fifty bucks. The most that I sold one for was a thousand. Wow! Yeah. yeah. So I guess, man, it depends on what's going on. You can make some money right. doing that. Right. Yeah. So like when I first started my first year, it was that lower end. You know what I mean? Of so course. it was like 50 to 150. And I just invested and got better genetics and stuff like that. So then I was able to make the more expensive from 400 to 1,000. So, man, I've had up to 200 dragons at a time. Bro, it was crazy. Wow, man, this is crazy, man. You making man, this is recorded history right here, man. <laughs> this is it, like yo, this is a wild story, man. Like, uh -oh, yeah, I definitely, man, got to chop this clip up and let people know, like, hey, you can sell lizards. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm but the type of person. Though, I'm the type of person I've always been. If I want to make money doing something, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find a way to do it. So. Yeah, you got to have that hustle in you, man. You got to figure it out. You got to make a way out of no way, man. But your photography, man, tell me how'd you get into photography? It's crazy because it all started with me doing music. And I used to take pictures of, like, my boys and stuff, like, for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I remember I started this clothing brand. I mean, this, this media company called Beast Entertainment. And I had shirts made. Okay. And I I was able to get this model named Celise Rose and she put on my hats and my stuff and I took pictures of her and people liked it, man. And then for years I just never pursued it. And then eventually I was just like, you know what? I gotta do this. Like I always find myself thinking about it. So I had to get into it, man. And it's been going real good, bro. Good. Man, that's beautiful because man, I also uh, love photography, man. I love to uh, mess with it, but my favorite type of photography was concert photography. And here in Atlanta, where there's a will, there's a way, man. Let me. A matter of fact, I got it right here. If I could show you, God knew I wanted to get into photography, so I got this random cold email like, "You want to work a BET event?" I was like, "Sure!" Like BET, her. It's like it's kind of like the Black College Expo. It ain't nothing too yeah. crazy, but it's gonna be people there that do things, a couple celebrities or whatever. So I got, I got this pass right here. Ooh, and, okay. And with this pass, though, I started going to concerts in Atlanta, saying that I work for BET. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, hey. so it's hey. it's like I listen to a lot of podcasts. Shout out to uh oh man, it's the real. And they had Ray V B on there and they got um I don't know, they got Summer Jam in New York. And mm. they always have all the artists come out and stuff. And they said they would make uh fake passes and they would go and they would just be like, Yo, I'm here, whatever. So my little hustle man. I go out there and I used to be like, yo, like I'm here, I'm running late, I'm in traffic, let me call the people, they told me I'm supposed to get my tickets, blah, 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 but like, oh, how you doing? I start fucking talking to people and shit like that, and they just start forgetting about what they doing. I'm like, I really need to get in there, I know they need me to take photos, they just let me in, so... With that, I finesse my way into Rick Ross. I finesse my way into Dave East. Uh, and one yeah. other one. And my wife would be like, yo, how the fuck? Like, I text her, like, <laughs> I'm going, and I'm going to see what happens. And I would right. text her, and I would be in that motherfucker. I'd just send her a picture of a media pass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, she'd be like, what the fuck? How do you be getting in there? Like, you don't be scared. She, and, and then, like, her dad and shit be like, somebody going to fuck you up one day because you keep sneaking in there. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, fuck it. You you know uh, let me let me uh this is another media pass a sticker I had uh this one eleven twenty bro that one was for Dave East right here but uh the biggest shit and scariest shit man the box was out Roddy Rich going out uh-huh. he had a show in Atlanta he had to push it back because he got so fucking big he was nominated for the Grammy so I was like oh shit. Yeah. So he did the Grammy, and that following Monday, he flew back to Atlanta to finish his show. And this shit was wrapped around. The box is going fucking crazy. Just came off the Grammys. Man, I went, and I tried to get in. I was so nervous. I was like, this is a big-ass show, man. Fuck, I'm going to do this. Man, I seen the dude coming in smoking a black. And he had the little shirt on. I was like, yo, let me go in the back. Uh, like, I was just like, yo, man, how you get in? Like, I'm supposed to be taking photos. And he already knew I was full of shit. But he's yeah. like, ah, just come with me. Man, I got in the back. If you look on my uh, Instagram, it's foggy because it was real smoky <laughs> in there. It was super smoky, and I didn't have a good lens at the time. But I got pictures of Roddy Rich fresh off the box, man. It was fucking insane. I was like, and that was one of my last ones because I think the Grammys is usually in February or something like that. You know, the pandemic shit was in March. But my last concert was Rhapsody, and I actually got invited in. I was like, wow, this is like, this guy sending me a sign like, yo, man, you all right, man. You could do it. Yeah, I, I did a little bit. I did a little bit. Um. When I went to Complex Con last November, nice. Uh, I got pictures of the baby, uh, Anderson Pack. Oh yeah, I seen that. I seen that. Yeah, on yeah. Your, on your, uh, uh, what's her name? Rico Nasty. I know a couple of people that work with Rico Nasty, man, out here. Yeah, man. yeah. I gotta send you Cam Kirk Studios. This is where I'll be going to take photos and stuff. They work with everybody. They fucking crazy, man. They uh, just made. A photography style record label mixed with okay. it, mixed with Atlantic, so Atlantic artists work with their photographers, and it's kind of like, okay. a, like oh, yeah, I've been trying to get, yeah, I've been trying to hit up like these little 
up and coming artists and stuff like that just to figure out some things, man. And that's what the guy Cam Kirk is a, a photographer, big photographer out of Atlanta. He got to start um, working with like Metro Boomin and uh, Young Scooter and them. Like, and he just said, focus on people who want to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. everybody want to go for the star. And if I shoot them, he's like, shoot people want to come up because they're going to remember you. He got like some early Travis Scott and um, Young Thug. Uh, right. rodeo you know shit like that so it's just like right. he's just like focus on people who want to fuck with you don't focus That's on right. you know shit like that man so so your photography journey what's your favorite type of photography um honestly it was it would have to be like concerts and stuff but it's a close it's close with portraits i love doing portraits you know what i'm saying yeah so it just, it just depends on if i want to be a part of the moment or if I like, if I want to, if I want to coordinate the moment, or want to capture the moment as is. So you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it depends on my mindset, at, state at the time. But those two, neck and neck, bro, love that shit. And and that's what I love is that like I don't have to tell you like do this or stand this way right. or something like right. a concert. It's like you full. You giving me the energy I need. You know what I'm saying. You giving mm-hmm. me that. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm all that shit. Like I ain't got to tell you to do nothing because. Nothing worse than with photography shit. Like people start acting weird. It's like niggas just stand there. Like that stand yeah. there, look this way, look that way, talk to me. Like, don't make it weird. Just take the photo. But when you throw that camera in front of people, boy, it just gets Different. so Different. weird. It's like, Man. bro, Man. act regular. Like uh-huh. that's it. That's all I want you to do is act regular, man. But photos is good, but I know videography is, like, a lot of money in that and, like, good. So what you think about the videography side and what things have you done on that side? Oh, man. I actually really just started really doing video. And, bro, it's been going real good. One of the first real videos that I did was actually uh, my little little brother, uh, Jay Million, which is uh, an artist out here cold artist i'm gonna have to send you some of his stuff bro like okay this dude definitely go make it so i did his video to one of his songs called problems and i used my drone i got some drone shots i used my gimbal i just thought i was the man that day so i was like bro let me see if i can edit this damn thing because i you know i don't know yeah so i'm watching youtube and i'm just learning from different people asking questions so i put it together and from my first video bro i think it came out as good as it could have came out you know what i'm saying like it was beyond my expectation oh yeah man i did that with my first little video because i got like a super old camera but i make it do what it do with the old camera i got like a a t3 and i was just Mm -hmm. using like stock lens and shit like that man but i just made it i just went out there and i did a video with my boy and i was like damn it'd be good if we had a drone shot and this girl just showed up right. shout out to divine eye media man she showed up with the drone captured some shots for us man and then like i had her on a yeah. podcast before she quit her job to just really pursue photography marketing brand stuff like that man that's it's what just, i'm doing it's just like that's man. what i'm doing my trucks and stuff and i was just like bro i, I want to work for myself man yeah. I want to work for myself. You said you was driving trucks? So, like, I, I got a class B. Like, I was working for a company called Iron Mountain and stuff like that. Okay. And um, I just wanted, I, I was always saying my kids just going to sleep. I was always gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't want, you don't want that. 
You don't yeah. want to work yourself to death for somebody else. Yeah. And it's taking away time for my family. So I was just like, you know what? I got to figure something else out. Yeah. And that's what I'm on, man, with this like podcast photography. I did some nice photos of a little girl over the weekend. She had like a Beauty and the Beast type vibe going on. But like, I just want to work with brands and help people build their shit up through photography, working on more videography. You know, I right. hear they got places you could rent you know, camera work from. So I want to mess with a 4K camera and see what it look like and stuff like that. I'm working with that Sony right now, that Sony A7 III. So you a Sony guy. Are you Sony, Canon, whoever? Which, which gang you claiming, man? Sony, Sony all day. That's what I use. Oh, man. I like Canon, though. I'm the old school with it. You know, the Canon is cool, man. The Canon color is beautiful. I love Canon colors and everything, but it's just something. Like, you get this... This cinematic look. I heard Sony is smooth. I heard it's smooth, yeah. though. Canon is just like the OG that been on the block forever, but I heard Sony is, like, really smooth. And they get a lot of people that been messing with Nikons and Canons that's trading over to the Sony side, man. So, yeah, that's 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 definitely dope, man. But definitely a, a downside of photography, man. I heard you got your equipment stolen before. Now, have, oh, yeah. Have you got it back, and are you back at full power now? Uh, I'm not back at full power, but I still make things happen with what I have. You know what I mean? A, a real so hustler got to get it, man. I was probably upset for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. and Because, I, you know, I'm trying to change my mindset as I got older is it's okay to have your emotion, but but get past it. Because only reason I, I would still be upset about it is if I felt like I would never get that again. You know? And I didn't feel that. It was just a setback, and I knew I was going to get that again. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just man and life and that's what I do. Shit. I meditate in the morning, pray in the morning, do anything to get my mind right. Man, you gotta any anything like it's like people gotta get to that point in their life, man. Whatever makes you feel happy, it don't matter how weird it is, whatever the fuck. If you ain't hurting nobody, do it, man. Like just do whatever it is. Cause as you get older, you realize like, damn, mom's just like stressing over some dishes but she probably had a fucked up day and i ain't even thinking about that you know what i'm saying i'm thinking about i'm about to ask her for some money when she get in here not knowing whatever whatever but yeah it's just like you know as you get older you just got a certain level of respect and just love for you know what people go through and it's just like you know anybody you think people turn into weirdos this and that we don't know what the fuck people been through in their life so it's like look I can't judge nobody for what you do. If you ain't hurt nobody, you want to burn candles, burn incense, do whatever, shit. Whatever, huh? Do it, man. Whatever you got to do to get right, man. And that part. And that's what I want to do, man, with my platform and shit like that. Because it's just like people, you know, especially in big cities and shit like that, they want to hate or they like, all oh, that shit trash or it don't look like this. They don't look like that. But then when you get on, it's like, oh, Lee John, my boy, man, I always knew he was going to make it. But it's like. Oh, I like your style. No, you said it didn't look like everybody else. Yeah, bro. It's just like, you know, when you want to come up, it's like, damn, my nigga, like a little bit of support. You know, I know it don't look greatest, but fuck with me on his ride. But as soon as you touching shoulders with Beyonce or whoever's big or they see this photo or i got in here and i did that they want to fuck with you and it's just like bro we gotta stop that we gotta encourage niggas while they on they come up especially people like yourself with a family or something like that we gotta push them like hey man like let's help him find his way you know what i'm saying because ain't nobody trying to work no fucking job 
65, that shit sounds ridiculous to me. I'm right. like, hey, I'll do photography when I'm 65. Uh, yeah, but that's on some super vibed out. You be in there, motherfucking uh, cowboy boots, nigga, and just chill it. Like, nigga, I'm fucking doing whatever I want because I got to this point in my life, nigga. I can do whatever I want to do, but it's just like, we really got to kill that mentality as black people and people in general. Like, we got to build each other up, man. Anybody doing something, you know, and give them constructive criticism. Hey, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. But right. all that just talking shit just to, like, crack jokes or whatever. It's like, yeah. nah, yeah. we, 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 we got <laughs> to kill that. So what's oh, some yeah. what's some of your favorite photos? What's your favorite album cover? It don't have to be period. It could just be, like, some of your favorite album covers, the photography that was captured in it. Um, I'm, I'm like, one of my, okay, one of my favorite all-time covers will have to be J. Cole, uh, Forest Hill uh, Drive? Yeah. Man, that yeah. was, that was hard, and I also, I wish I had it with me right now, I also have the physical CD of To Pimp a Butterfly. That shit was dope, mm. because it was like. You didn't know that was Ken- like Kendrick was mixed in with a bunch of his niggas. Like you couldn't even tell. Right. Like, yo, like, oh, that's Kendrick. Like in the midst of everybody, and then he has other photos of him and other styles and shit. It's black and white. It's just really, really fucking dope, man. Yeah. And just it's, it, it's so many album covers, man. You got any other album covers that you think of? Like, dang, I like. That, um, man. yeah, I like. Uh... Uh, uh, oxymoron, man. That one. Uh, oh yeah, with the with the ski mask and the bucket hat. Oh, oh yeah, black photo. Yeah, yeah, that was that's cold. Well, you got any any sports any sports photography that you can remember that you really like? Like, oh man, that was a dope shot. Um, pretty much anything that you've seen a highlight of. If it was a dunk from oh, the Kobe dunks, the, you know what I'm saying? Co- the Kobe dunk. You know the one LeBron did like after Kobe passed, rest uh-huh. in peace, Kobe. But uh, the one that LeBron did, the little cradle joint, and whoever took that picture is man, that was nuts. Bro, the one, the one with with D Wade when he like this, and then LeBron dunked oh, behind him. Oh man, Bro, it's that's just one like of the coldest pictures because he was just like already he wasn't even looking. He knew LeBron had it. Bro, it up. it's just like, and like, some of the dunks when like, it's so many different dunk, you know, the Michael Jordan, you know, of course, yeah. any dunk contest and stuff like that. Like, uh, I think it was real dope photo. Michael Jordan getting his eyes covered up trying to dunk. That shit is like, yo, who took this photo? And, that, and that's why, bro, that's why I love photography. Can you imagine Everything that moment looked different when you seen it in person or when you watch it on TV. When yeah. you have a camera, bro, I tell people, you like that's the only time that we can control time because we could take that picture and stop it right there and create this moment that will last forever. So you feel those dunks because of the photography. If it was just like something that you just watched, I don't think it would be as big. You know what I mean? Like certain moments wouldn't have such an impact if it wasn't a photo to go with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy, man. Like, it, the sports ones is just, like, man, nuts, man. And then, you know, they have certain movie posters and all kind of stuff. But I think album covers is definitely the dope one. Oh, yeah. in, in sports, 
I'm sure you know the dunk uh, contest. You know mm-hmm. it, it. It's always was dope too when you see the look on everybody's faces in the back when it was yeah. a crowded arena and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, man. it was just amazing, man. Sports photography stuff like that is is just dope. But uh, yes. what um so uh yeah before we get out of here, we definitely got to get your handles and everything, man. What what can they expect from you and Give them all your information so they can get in contact. Okay. okay. Well, so I have, I, I don't even think I've said this not one time in here, but I go, uh, my name is John, but uh, my photography is Dragon Photography. You can find me at, on Instagram at underscore Dragon Photography. Um, same as Facebook, underscore Dragon Photography. Uh, TikTok, same thing, Dragon Photography. So, uh, I've been working on a lot of things, man. I got weddings coming up this year that I'm doing, a lot of videos. Uh, I've been working heavy with with my two my two good friends, man, which is Alan Terrell. He's uh, another photographer out in the IE. And then my boy Kid uh, Magic, who's out here in the AV, bro. We all out here killing this photography, man. So um, – just, just be on the lookout. I got a lot of videos coming through, man, and people, I think they're going to get real excited because my photos is already different. I try to separate myself from everybody else, so I want to take that same approach to my videos. You know what I mean? So I think people will like what I got coming soon, man. Man, I like that. I like that. So what I do before we get out of here on every podcast, I do speaking into existence, man, so we can make these things happen, man. What's the legacy of Lee John oh. and the Dragon Photography. What's that's going to be, man? How they going to remember man. your impact on this world, man? First off, I'm going to be one of the dopest black-owned media companies out there. That's already in place. Like, I'm already taking steps to that. So people going to see me internationally. So <laughs> just be ready. Like, that, that's always been... I wake up every day and I feel that. Like, that's how I walk every day. So you'll see. It's coming real soon. Everybody will see... Uh, dragon photography, dragon media everywhere. Promise you. Yes, sir, man. So everybody stay tuned, man. Thank you for coming on, man. And this yes, is, this is recorded.